Let's get some insights in the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Jim Paulson, Chief Investment Strategist at Luthold Group. Thank you, Jim, for being with us this morning. So is this the, um, you know, bear market rally, dead cat bounce? Because every time we get some sort of rally, they sell into it. Where do you feel we are in the market? You know, Nicole, I, I don't know if I'm right, but I, I look at this whole uh, experience here we're going through as more of a correction character than a, uh, an, a cycle ending bear market. I really do. We, we might have a technical bear market. We, we could do that yet. Um, certainly, we're very close. But I think it's more just a nasty correction uh, in its character. We. Um, usually in the second year of bull markets, um, we, we have a correction and that's kind of what happened here right at the tail end of the second year of this bull. That's very common to what happened in 83, 84, 93, 94, 2004, 2010, 11. Again, second year correction forces, usually for the reasons we have today. Economy picks up, inflation pressures uh, pick up, people start worrying about overheat, Fed tightening, yields rise, we have yield hiccup. And uh, that's kind of what we've been going through, adjusting the valuation of the stock market. But I, you know, I, we could go lower, but I think we're closer to the end of this than the beginning. And, um, you know, the correction's kind of done what corrections do. We've taken the leadership concentration out of the market, or at least significantly reduced it. The tech leadership's been pulled back. Um, we, we now have paused the rate route, which was pressuring the stock market. That's paused. Um, we certainly have revalued the stock market you know, on, a, on a forward earnings basis. The S&P now is below average since 1990 on a forward PE and on a trail PE, it's likewise uh, below average uh, overall. But some parts like small caps are almost as cheap as they've ever been since uh, the S&P 600 small cap index going back to 1995, um, and then and then we've we've finally scared every everybody to death. Everybody's pessimistic and nervous. They're nervous on Main Street and Wall Street policy officials. To me, that's kind of the culmination of a good entry point where I think fundamentals are going to stay okay. The economy, I don't think, is at risk of imminent recession. And if that's the case, that's of course key. And I think uh, it's probably going to prove to be a good entry point uh, now uh, if you look out over the uh, over the next year, but even by this year end, um, even if we have to go a little lower in the interim. So, you know, I, I would say bulls out there love your summation of the market of what's happening here that, look, we've had an incredible bull market, right? And of course, you had the Great Recession, but then we've been running since then. We had a blip. In, in March of 2020, which was a quick turnaround. And so, you know, it's not surprising to see the market take some sort of breather. Um, I think most people would definitely agree with you. The question is, how bad is it? Is this a recession and how problematic is it? At this point, the Fed's language, too, um, you made the point that they've made a point that it doesn't seem that they're going to go full force into 2023 with tons of rate hikes. You felt that they may be insinuating that inflation may have peaked already. And so I felt a little bit of a pause, right? From those minutes. Yeah. I, I think that, I think there's growing evidence inflation peaked. Last month, we had the CPI, the core CPI, the PPI, the core PPI, import prices, export prices all decelerate year on year. First time that's happened in this recovery. 
wage inflation, annual average hourly earnings, Nicole, have now been flat at around 5.5% for the last seven months. They have not accelerated, so I don't see a wage price spiral at all here going on. Commodity prices have been flat now for two and a half going on three months. Industrial commodity prices have come all the way back down to where they started the year. Uh, overall, if, if commodity prices are flat, that means they're going to start adding zero to the monthly CPI reports. Maybe most importantly, you look at break-even rates in the bond market. You look at the 10-year break-even, the five, the two, the one, they have all come down yeah. fairly significantly. That's a very good sign that bond participants are happy with where uh, prices are uh, on securities, and they're also reducing their uh, forecast for inflation, which probably will give the Fed some pause at some point here down the road. So at this point now, you know, people are watching GDP, they're watching PCE tomorrow and trying to use that as an indicator that inflation has peaked as well, right? Because they're looking at the month over month on that PCE core. That being said, how should investors position themselves? What are you advising? Um, you know, you mentioned small caps. The truth of the matter is small caps have really been out of favor. I mean, I love all the market. I love diversification. But even the people who waited on energy for a decade, they got a nice treat this year. I can't say mm -hmm. the same for small cap investors. So uh, tell me about the portfolio and what, what you're advising. Well, um, on sectors, my favorite sector is consumer discretionary. I, I would go after equal weighted mm -hmm. exposure, not S&P cap weighted. I'd use an equal weighted ETF. But I think consumers have been hardest hit by inflation. Confidence is almost at the lowest levels in post-war history among consumers right now, primarily because of inflation. And inflation hurts consumer discretionary companies hard, too, in terms of, of their margins. I think inflation is peaking, Nicole, and if it is, you're going to see a better environment for consumer discretionary companies, and I think you're going to see quite a rise in consumer confidence, a rebirth of animal spirits. And meanwhile, they're sitting on very strong balance sheets, very liquid balance sheets, uh, excess savings, I think about a trillion and a half dollars built up over the pandemic yet. And I think that they, they could really be a, a good play here in the next year overall. I also, as you yeah. say, I like caps. And actually, the S&P 600 small cap index that doesn't have all the no earnings companies at the Russell 2000 does, it's actually outperformed year to date so far. Um, and even the micro cap index is outperformed year to date, which is sort, to your point, is somewhat surprising. And if, if people get uh, better feel about the economy is not going to recess, I think we're going to see flows going back into those very beat up and cheap sectors. Yeah, I saw you had the dividend aristocrats on there, too. I mean, those are just like great companies that have lasted for decades and raised their dividend or kept or raised their dividend for 25 years. Right. I I actually would be, you know, lightening up if, if you've been right enough and you've been in energy stocks and commodities and material stocks um, in high quality stocks during this correction and even dividend aristocrats or S&P low vol investment, all those things that are more defensive oriented. I take some profits right now while people are fearful. I'd let I'd let people have some of that defense to make them sleep better at night. And I took some of those profits and put it into more some more aggressive plays, I think. Thank you so much. Jim Paulson, Luthold Group, Thanks thank you very much for being with us. Appreciate it.